when you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. I'm Sari Delamont, the attorney whisperer, here with you today, talking about the one truth you have to accept about yourself if you want to be truly great. And you might be surprised at what it is. <laughs> uh, this has been coming up in coaching sessions quite a bit. And by the way, if you haven't gotten a free coaching session, then what the hell are you waiting for? No, you don't get one with me, unfortunately, but you do get one through our company with my husband, Kevin Delamont, who's also trained in the coactive coaching model. And uh, we only work with trial attorneys. And you can do that at our website, sorrydlm.com. Just, just go to About Sorry, scroll down until you see Kevin, and click on free sample session. Listen, we are in this to change the way y'all are thinking about your work, how you are being in your profession, and hopefully by changing your mindset, we will change your experience in the courtroom. It all begins with how you think. So if you want to explore coaching or you just want to grab a free coaching session because you're cheap like that, we don't care. Get it. Get in there. Go and get your free coaching session right now. Because as you know, if you've been following the podcast, that's a lot of what we talk about here. Yes, we talk about skills and as much as we can on a podcast. And of course, we offer workshops and things. In fact, we have an upcoming membership. We've been talking about it for a while. I know that you guys have been waiting and it is coming uh, at the end of July. We will be offering a founder's launch, meaning you can get in at the ground level and be grandfathered in forever at the introductory price before it opens for realsies in October. Go to fromhostagetohero.com to sign up for the waitlist. Um, but we, we do offer all of those things, of course, the skills and whatnot, but it really all comes down to how you think about it, which is what we're talking about in today's episode. And we're talking about the one truth you have to accept. Here's the thing. All the time when I'm in coaching sessions and talking to my clients and dealing with their saboteurs, and if you haven't, if you don't know what the saboteur is, the saboteur is a voice. In fact, it's for most of us, it's many voices. We have many saboteurs that has developed over time originally to protect us, uh, but is now really, really afraid of one thing, and that is you changing anything in your life. And anytime you get close to changing anything, your saboteur goes crazy and starts screaming and yelling and telling you all the things of why this is a bad idea. And so when I'm dealing with people's saboteurs in coaching sessions, one thing I hear over and over again is that they are not enough, that they are not amazing, that they are not great, that they have to do all of this work, and then they can finally rest in the place that they think exists, 
which is somewhere off in the future when they finally have all the skills and finally have the eight-figure verdict and finally have it all figured out, that is when they can finally declare that they have made it or that they are great or that they are amazing. And so here's what I want to point out to you today and hope you really get, and this is actually really for my coaching clients because it's so much more effective if I just say this once and then y'all listen to this instead of saying it in our sessions. Here's what it is, is that the one thing, the one truth you have to accept about yourself, if you really truly want to be great, is that you are already great. Now, the minute that I say that, I can hear all your saboteurs out there in podcast listening land go, wait a minute. No, I'm not. I'm not where I want to be. And maybe there's some of you out there who goes, yeah, hell yeah, I'm great. Good. Awesome. This podcast is not for you, (laughs) although you might want to keep listening. But for most people, when I say that, you know, I've said that in coaching sessions before, and I've had people really, it just really activates the saboteur because they go, wait a minute. I actually had a a new coaching client. She's now, you know, uh, been with me for a while. But when she first started, she said, how do you know that? You don't know who I, you don't know me. How can you say that I'm great? I could be an awful trial attorney. How do you know that I'm great? And here's the answer to her and to everybody else. You are great because you are here. You are human and you are amazing. Now, before you blow this off, I I really want you to get this. Because if you continue to come from the place that you will not be great until, insert XYZ, you will never truly be great. And this is a fact. And I know this in my own life because so many of you are waiting. You know, you go back to the podcast. I can't remember what episode it is, but it's the three W's or the, the three things holding you back. Or it's it's called, um, shoot, I should go look it up. But anyways, one of the things holding you back is that you're waiting. You're waiting for someone to come and declare that you are great, that you are enough, that you finally made it. And I'll tell you right now, that is never going to happen. Not from the outside, at least. It has to all start with you. You deciding that you are great. Because here's the thing. If we take a look at this from, you've probably heard this before, the uh, be, do, have model. If you haven't heard this before, let me explain it to you. So most people operate from the have, do, be model. They think if I could just have, you know, the skill, the eight-figure verdict, you know, the confidence, whatever it is you're looking for, that I could do well, right? I could win. I could, I could do all the things that you, that you guys and gals are all about. And then I would be a good trial attorney. But that's backwards. That's not how this works, my friends. You have to flip this. And and this is what I think, if if y'all got this, we would really change how we're operating in our lives. Because this is the secret to really everything that you're looking for. And yet, your saboteur has you so, what's the word, trapped in your thinking that it that, that it works the have do be way that it doesn't want you to get this one fundamental truth which is it it's really the flip that's how life works you have to be do and then you'll have 
So you have to be or believe that you are a good trial attorney right now. When you believe that, then you start doing things that reflect that belief in yourself. And when you do things that reflect that belief in yourself, then you will have what it is that you want, which is the eight-figure verdicts or whatever else you're looking for in your life. This is how it works. You know, I think back to our coaches training. And so the coaches training is five um, long weekends, two to three day, well, they're actually three day workshops. And then if you want to get certified, then you have to go through a six month process. But after you finish the first weekend, at the end of that weekend in coactive uh, training, they say to you, you are a coach now. And I used to think, How can they say that? We've just started. But now I get it. They wanted us to come from the be, do, have. Because most beginning coaches think, I have to have the skill to be a good coach, uh, to do well, and then I'll be a good coach. There's that have, do, be model. But instead, what they need to do is they need to be a good coach, do the things to live into that, which is attend the trainings, coach people, get certified, and then they will have the skill set that they want. It's really simple and yet hard for us to understand because I get so much pushback from my clients, excuse me, when I declare to them and the world and their saboteur that they are already great and that that is the place that they have to start from. You know, I see this in the weight loss world too, because y'all know I'm on a weight loss journey. And so many people, when trying to lose weight, they're doing it because they're thinking, I'm so gross and disgusting now, I need to get down to this weight. So they, they, they think I, what they want to have is this perfect body. And so they're going to do these things and then they'll be happy. And that just doesn't work. Because when you start from, I'm this disgusting, horrible person that carries this weight on my body, then when you get the result, if you even do, most people never do, because when you start thinking you're disgusting, what do you do? You eat more if that's your your drug of choice to shove down your feelings about yourself. So you rarely ever do get to the goal. That's why we have so many yo-yo dieters in the world. But even if you do get to your intended result... What ends up happening is that you're miserable by the end of the time you get there because you've totally reversed this process. If instead you decided right now that you are or you're going to be happy in the body that you have and revel in the things that it can do and treat it well because it is such a magnificent thing that we've all been given these bodies to walk in the world, then you will do the things That will support that, like eat healthier and exercise, not because you're punishing yourself, but because you're loving yourself. And then you will have, finally, the body that you want. We've got this backwards, my friends, and it's hurting us. I mean, when we think about this, you know, I'm I'm laughing because what do we do, at least in criminal law? What do we suppose? We suppose that a person is innocent before being proven guilty. 
Think about that for a moment. We hold that a person is innocent until all of the evidence comes in. Why can't we do that for ourselves? Why can't we say to ourselves, I'm amazing until I am proven otherwise? And you may think, well, I have been proven otherwise. Sorry, I've lost trials. I've had husbands or wives leave. I've have broken relationships. I've I've you know not I've settled for too little. Whatever it may be, but that's because my friend, you are not holding yourself as amazing in the first place. Because if you were holding yourself amazing and great already before all the skills and things you think you need to have or all the verdicts or whatnot. You would probably, I I would almost guarantee, have better results. And if you didn't have better results, you would know it had nothing to do with you. It had to do with, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, things that are out of your control. And even if it did have things to do with you, let's say you did make mistakes, which we all make mistakes, you would recognize that that was part of the learning process. That was part of the doing to have what you want. I mean, if you go back and you listen to the podcast, What's Fueling You, this is what we're talking about. You can want to have the eight-figure verdicts or the success or the money, but if you're doing that, and there's nothing wrong with those things, but if you're doing that from a place of lack, from a place of I need to have those things to prove to myself and everybody else that I'm not this terrible hack and this, this imposter, then that's not good fuel. You know, elite trial attorneys fuel themselves just like elite athletes do with a, with a fuel that is sustainable, that is good for them, not this sense of lack and fear. And if I don't, then what will everyone think? It comes from a place of I'm amazing and I want to be more amazing. And that's why I strive for these things. And that's why I continue to educate myself. And that's why I continue to do the things that I'm doing because I want to live into my purpose and live into my greatness versus I have to have those things to to buoy myself up because otherwise I'm shit. That's the place that I see most people coming from. And that is the wrong place to come from. I really hope you're getting this because if you get this one thing that you have to believe that you're great before you can actually be great, your whole life will change. I mean, look at my story. I had no reason (laughs) in the universe to believe that I could start a business that taught people how to communicate. Okay, first of all, even before working with lawyers, I have no communication degree, still don't to this day. I have a music degree. I have two advanced music degrees. And yet, I believed that I had something I could teach because teaching was something I always loved. And the more I learned about it and the more I taught myself and the more I got trained by the nonverbal communication expert, the more I believed that I had something that I could offer to people. People always say, you know, how many times do you get asked what your degree is or what your background is? I said, never. Especially when I first started. People were like, well, you can't just go out there. People are going to wonder, like, do you have a degree? Do you have that? No one's ever asked. Ever. Not one time. Now, nearly 20 years later. What's your degree? Who the hell do you think you are? We think that's how people think because that's how we think about ourselves. But I just decided one day that I had something to say 
and I put it out there just like this podcast. There was no audience waiting for me on the other end. The very beginning, I was podcasting for myself. And now we have a huge audience. I'm grateful for every one of you. But I had to believe first. Do you see that? If I had waited for an audience to do a podcast, this podcast would not exist. If I had waited until I had a raving audience of fans so that I could launch my business, you guys wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have nearly 800 people in our From Hostage to Facebook, From Hostage to Hero Facebook group. You, I had to go first. I had to believe in myself first. I had to believe I was great first before I actually became great. Does this mean that you don't learn and that you don't do those things? No. I continue to learn and read. Why? Because I love bringing that to you guys. Because I want to be best, the best I can possibly be for myself and for you. But it doesn't come from this place of lack of, oh, I'm so, I just suck until I you know, land the big client or whatever. It's the more I know, the better I can be and the more I can enjoy my life and my work and being with y'all. That's the place that we have to come from. I mean, here, here's what, what I really want, to, want you to get is that everything you think you need is in the inside, not on the outside. Think about the things that really win at trial. Really, truly win at trial. Creativity. Presence. Connection. Authenticity. Those are all things that you are born with. That is not anything that you learn from the outside world. Yes, are there seminars on how to be more creative or how to stay present or how to connect with jurors or how to come back to yourself? Yes, but that's only because you've forgotten. Those are to remind you of your inherent creativity, of your inherent ability to be present. I mean, if we look at all these things of why you forgot in the first place, it's because you do not hold yourself as great now. Why aren't you as creative as you were as a child? I mean, I look at my five-year-old daughter. She's the most creative little shit ever. <laughs> I say little shit because she's just like amazing. I say that in an amazing way. She's so creative. She's so amazing. All of us were like that as children. But why aren't we like that now? Because we've somehow bought into the idea that someone else knows better than we do. So we shut down our creativity and we start reading all the books and attending all the CLEs and believing that the answer is outside of us when it's not. And why aren't we present as we naturally were when we were born and when we were children? Because we're constantly in our heads wondering if what we're doing right now makes us look stupid. Is this the right thing? What am I going to do here? Is this, should I be doing something else? And why don't we connect with others? Again, because we're not present. We're in our head. We're making it more complicated than it needs to be. And why aren't we authentic? Because we've been told, especially in this world, that other people know better than us and that we need to just copy what they're doing instead of trust ourselves. Do you see what I'm saying here? Is that who you are, that's what wins cases. Your presence, your creativity, your, your, your connection with others, your authenticity. Those are not things that you learn outside. Those are the very foundation 
of what wins trials. I mean, if you think about this like a house, if we use that metaphor of a house, you have this foundation, which is you. And everything else, the CLEs, the books, the skills, those are all the things that you add on top of it to build your house. Yes, and they're amazing. But many of you are ignoring the foundation and you're going, oh, I want that, that backsplash tile or I want to put up this wall. And it's all fallen down because there's no foundation holding it up. You're ignoring the very thing that makes all of the other things work. And that is you and your greatness. Somehow along the line, you have told yourself you need to earn the ability to own your amazingness. And that is fucking bullshit. That is where we have all gone wrong. You are here and you are human, which means you are amazing, period. All of the things that I teach, those are just ways to help you better be yourself, to get out of your own way. Yes, there are nonverbal tips and techniques, but those are ways that people naturally communicate until they've forgotten and start all the stupid bullshit. That's what my work is about, is getting rid of all the things that you've layered on yourself so that you can fully participate in your life as your magnificent, truly magnificent, amazing self already. This is what the coactive model is all about. We hold you as naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. But when you come to me in coaching sessions or otherwise from a place of I am not enough until X, Y, Z, when you're playing the when then game, when I have the verdict, then I can be happy. When I do finish Sari's course, then I can really be a great trial attorney. You've got it backwards, my friends. You have to believe that you are great now to be truly great because you are great now. It's, it's reversing this model. Instead of trying to, to feel like you have to have these things in order to do well and be a good trial attorney, you have to, you have to believe that you are a trial attorney right now so that you good a trial attorney right now so that you can do the things that it takes to be a good trial attorney and have the things you want. I mean, let's, let's take things like risk-taking, which you have to do to be an excellent trial attorney. You cannot take risks in the courtroom if you don't already believe in your greatness. Because if they do not pay off, if you're coming from the model of, I'm not great, then that's just further evidence that you were right about yourself. But if you come in with, I'm amazing and confident and awesome, and you try things and they don't work out, then you can go, that didn't work out. I'm going to try something different next time. I'm telling you, this is the key to everything. This will change your life. Why don't we claim ourselves before we have evidence? Because that's what we have to do. In order to get evidence of our greatness, we have to claim ourselves first as great. Then the evidence shows up. You are amazing as you are. Trust me in this. Believe in this. Let it sink into your marrow. Because here's the other thing. You get to decide this shit. Not a a, a single other person. You get to decide how you feel about yourself. Regardless of all the external trappings. And when you actually decide to have your own back. And to stand up for yourself. 
That's when you can really play. That's when you can use all the things I'm teaching you and not have it your saboteur buy into all of it and and say, oh, well, this isn't going to work because of this and this and this. No, it all works when you recognize that you are what is making it work. Not the skill, not the technique, not the trial consultant. Have your own backs, my friend. You are great as you are right now. I don't care if you are day one in law school or just graduated or done this for 30 years. You are great right now. Start believing that and see your results change. Talk soon. That's it for this episode of From Hostage to Hero. But head to our website, sorrydlm.com, for other must-have resources from Sorry Delamart. Read the transcript of this podcast, watch trial tip videos, or download your free copy of Sorry's article, Why Jurors Hate the Hobby Question. We're glad you joined us today. And until next time, remember that to lead a hostage to freedom, you must first free yourself.